Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie Dellinger and this is episode number nine. I sit down with another nutritionist because I just love this topic and can talk to people about it all day long, Um, Lauren Gallardi. She was my nutritionist from when I was a little bit younger and I got really sick when traveling. She literally saved me. I was just having so many stomach problems and the doctors that I went to would test me for everything, but nothing really seemed to work. And with Lauren's help, I was able to feel so much better and go back to my everyday life and sleep better. My skin was better. It was amazing. She's going to tell you how you can do the same thing and just kind of give you some information about anti-inflammatory diets which is what I was put on for about three months. And this is a great episode, so here we go, and I hope you guys like it. All right, so I am sitting here with Lauren Gallardi from Comprehensive Nutrition in Wilton, Connecticut. Hello. Hi, Lauren. Just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh, what led you to this path to become a nutritionist. Okay, so I grew up in Norwalk. Basically, from the time I was six weeks old, they started feeding me ice cream. And everything was little bits of sugar, little bits of treats, little bits of these these things so that I would smile when I was on the swings. It was the 60s, so this is right about the time that all the processed foods were coming out, the convenient Mm -hmm. foods like um, TV dinners and cold cereal. So I grew up on Pop-Tarts and Fruit Loops and Yodels, you name it. Cheap and easy. All the really fast stuff that you know, it was so delicious, and my mother's like, oh, great, you know, I don't really have to cook it, so here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so by the time I got into high school, I was, I, I wouldn't say that I was, you know, I was obese, but I was never that really thin girl, um, because I was eating peanut butter and jelly, I was just eating all kinds of stuff. So if we didn't want to eat our dinner, my mother would say, okay, just go have a bowl of cereal. You know, so mm. it wasn't like Cheerios specifically, although I always had Cheerios. Um, Captain Crunch, like the worst sugary cereal. I didn't have as much energy as other people my age. During that time when I was in college, it was... Again, like fast food, we had pizza and beer delivered. We had an all-night homemade ice cream place. So I was just eating like a ridiculous diet. Wow. Um, so I graduated from college still. like So I started getting a lot of um, urinary tract infections. So they put me on um, antibiotics, Mm -hmm. which then led, and plus my skin was breaking out. So that was a different antibiotic. So every time I got off one antibiotic, I was on another antibiotic and one fed into another. And I just wasn't feeling good. Um, I got my first job out of college, met my husband, got married. By the time I started having kids... 
I really, really had no energy at all. I was working full time. I had these two little kids. You know, I just didn't feel good. So I went to lots of doctors and all the doctors just kind of patted me on the head and said, oh, you're just under a lot of stress. Maybe you should take some time off from work. Well, I couldn't take time off from work. We needed the income. So a friend of mine suggested that I go see this nutritionist that her father saw. This nutritionist in Westport that we called the Nazi nutritionist. <laughs> because I went in and she said, okay, so why are you here? And I said, well, I just don't feel good. My skin is terrible. I have all these urinary tract infections, taking all this medicine, I have no energy, I have all these kids. So she said, okay, so tell me what you eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner. So I told her all of the pasta and bread, and we ate really, really late at night, and drinking wine, you know, and all that stuff. And she said, okay, so here, is, here are the four foods you can eat, and here's the list of, honestly, it was like $800 worth of supplements. Come back in two weeks. And I thought, and she said, oh, and by the way, stop, whatever you're doing, stop taking those antibiotics, stop, you know, drinking all that coffee, no more alcohol, you're done. Here's what you should do, bye. So we were going on vacation, the four of us. We were going to Agunquit, Maine. So here we were, it's right on the water, it's gorgeous, beautiful. So within two days, I was so sick. And I mean so sick. Now, granted, she, this nutritionist, she's a nurse. And she said, yeah, you can, you got to stop all this stuff. It's fine. You'll be fine. Our, our whole vacation. I was sick as a dog. So sick that my husband called her. And she's, he said, listen, you know, my wife can't even get out of bed. You know, oh, that's so great. That's so wonderful. That means that she's detoxing. And he said, what do you mean detoxing? And he said, well, you didn't tell her that she was going to feel badly. Oh, well, some people don't, but it's great that she does. So meanwhile, it took about, it took about a week and a half. And then all of a sudden, I started feeling really good. What were the four foods? I mean, I don't know if it was actually four. Um, but it, I think it was literally four foods. It was chicken, fish, broccoli, and... Um, something else that's green, whether it was spinach or something. Right. So there was no, and she specifically said no sugar, no fruit, no juice, no nothing, no starches, no potatoes, nothing. I literally want you to eat this food and really showed me that what I was apparently putting into my body was so unhealthy and in her words so toxic that toxic that it affected everything I did I didn't know how badly I felt until mm -hmm. I started feeling better she referred me to a great doctor in Orange Connecticut um, another doctor in Trumbull um, and they're real medical doctors that did a lot of different testing and showed that I had hypothyroidism, which nobody ever diagnosed. I had really high levels of candida, which is a bacteria mm -hmm. in the gut. 
so that every time I would eat sugar or drink wine or whatever, it would, feed it would just it, right? fuel, yes, yeah. all of that bacteria. It was just this vicious cycle. I mean, really, I was, you know, I was in my late 30s, and none of my wonderful doctors listened to my heart well enough to diagnose that. So, wow. yeah, so that was the beginning of me really understanding and and realizing that there is a lot of different facets to the medical profession. If this little piece of information, chicken, fish, <laughs> vegetables, can start me in the process of feeling so much better, I went back to school, got my master's, and that's how I I found my passion because I was so sick. Wow. I couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't. I kind of feel that it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me that I didn't feel good because if not, I would never be able to do what I do and help so many people. Yeah, and if that one person hadn't encouraged you to see a nutritionist at first, you would have been stuck I know. I for longer. I didn't really know what a nutritionist was. Yeah. I don't even think I yeah. ever heard of I mean, I'm, I guess I must have heard of one, but... That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, I'll just quickly go back to kind of how I met you and how this helped me in return. Um, um, in traveling, I exposed my body to different bacteria, I guess, that I'd never exposed it to before and got really sick the first time in Peru, and that was from water. Mm, really yeah. sick for a while. Um, and it was common. I was on a trip with other people who were getting sick, so it wasn't like anything. It was almost more like, when will you get sick? When will you have oh, the, bad, the bad water? And I remember, I think it was a couple of days at a time where I couldn't even get out of bed because I was so dehydrated. But I couldn't keep anything down, and it was just, it was awful. And then I got better, which is great. And then I went to India and had another dose of something, and then that really just knocked my whole digestive system out of whack. So I came to see you. Um, after probably six months of just um, constant fatigue and bloating and just my whole digestive system was completely disrupted by whatever I had ingested or mm. who knows. So I had seen traditional doctors and they had done all the tests and they gave me steroids to help the things function. They gave me antibiotics for potential bacteria in my parasite. And then none of that really worked, and I then I started dealing with anxiety, um, and then I couldn't sleep, and it was just one thing after the next, and, and like you were saying, tons of medicine, but no real relief from the problem. Maybe temporary relief from symptoms, but nothing major. And I came to see you somehow, and it was in the summer, and you kind of spun my world around, and you gave me, I think it was a three-month uh, plan, mm -hmm. I don't know if you still do this, but it was eliminating caffeine, sugar, gluten, dairy, I think red meat. Red meat um, yeah. There's probably a few little – and you gave me herbal supplements to help with the sleep and the stress and probiotics. It was the first time I ever heard that word. Mm -hmm. And I was drinking smoothies for the first time and all these different concoctions. I remember your um, your smoothie recipe sheet and you had all these different flavors, like a cherry one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I did that and it was the first time I – ever really paid that much attention um and oh and I remember I couldn't have any raw vegetables or salads you're like even if you 
Put it, put it in the microwave for like 20 yeah. seconds. It's just, all about resting that digestive system. Yeah. That was just so taxed from all of the, the whatever you picked up and then all the band-aids that the doctors mm-hmm. gave you. It wasn't really addressing the problem. Absolutely not. And it, it took a while to reset and I didn't know. I definitely committed to it though. I remember being like, I'm so tired of feeling this way and feeling like I can't eat anything anymore because the reaction I'm having to food was so insane. But after three months of that diet, it completely turned around. And so that's why when a nutritionist says, okay, here's the four foods you can eat. Yeah. If you're really feeling so horrible, you'll do it. Right. And you will let that food fuel you. And that's what it did for you and that's what it did for me. Yeah. And that is it was such an educational experience because I didn't understand how food could impact your body so much. So I mean, so those things, you know, to give up the caffeine, the sugar, the gluten, those are all what would you describe those foods as? Or why is that something that you tell people? They're to? very inflammatory foods. Um so inflammation in my my opinion is the basis for almost every disease state out there, whether it is full-blown disease or the symptoms that you were getting and I was getting. We don't, we didn't have a, a diagnosable disease. So they would do all the tests and they would say, Oh, but you're fine. Okay. Here's this prescription. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, but you know, look at your tests. They're great. So you have, you know, whatever, IBS. What is IBS? You know, that's the biggest umbrella term. Just means that they they, they, they just don't know. Um, I try to talk to people about inflammation. Mm-hmm. What is inflammation? Um, it's really irritation. It's, it's when you're putting something either in your body, whether it's food or drinks or whatever, Um, medications that is irritating instead of healing to the body we can't control all the irritation that that gets to us from external places whether it's people places things jobs family friends whatever Um, all of those that stress that comes at us but we can control the irritation slash inflammation that we do to ourselves with foods that are not best for us. We are all inflamed to a certain extent. We really, really are. Um, When we're not aware of it, like I wasn't, like you weren't, we just don't know. So my job is to really provide that education on many, many different levels. So I talk about not just what you're eating, but why you're eating, when you're eating, where you're eating, who you're eating with, how much you're eating, you know, everything. Because food, our whole society, I mean, the whole world is revolves around food. So true. It really, really does. It does. It does. And it can feel a little... I think, especially in our culture, it can feel really daunting to have control over that when we're so used to going out to eat and not listening to our bodies and just kind of eating all the fast available products that are there for us. Um, it's everywhere. It's like it's it's so hard to take a step back from that. I think for a lot of people, especially when they're not realizing that is a reason 
that's that's a limiting factor to them feeling great or feeling better. I think the first, really the first step is to to have that understanding or to really say to yourself, wow, I really don't feel good. Didn't really realize it because sometimes it's just this slow and steady progression that you just that you just don't realize. I mean, yeah. I have so many people who say to me, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how bad I felt. You <laughs> yeah. know, but because you really don't. So you know, what are the some of the biggest reasons people come and see you or seek um, you out? So right now I have a lot of people with GI issues. And I see a lot of people for uh, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, because... The doctors, unfortunately, just aren't, they're not educated in nutrition, so they can only give them the medication, but then how do we live between medications? How do we try to put off the next dosage of medications as long as we can? A lot of these are autoimmune diseases, um, and I see a lot of those, a lot of Hashimoto's, which is autoimmune thyroid, rheumatoid arthritis, a lot of that. And correcting and supporting and healing the gut is the key to all of this because we're talking about what's called the enteric nervous system. Google that. <laughs> the enteric nervous system is where all the nerves in the body kind of um, it's the grand central station in the gut mm -hmm. so just because we might not have a stomach ache maybe you have pains in your joints maybe you have migraines maybe you have you know are suffering from some other symptom that depression anxiety it all all of those things start right in the gut. If we can heal the gut, um, ADHD symptoms are reduced. We're not going to heal necessarily your rheumatoid arthritis or you're not going to all of a sudden not have an autoimmune disease. But we can really reduce the symptoms so much so that you feel like at least you have some power. Mm -hmm. There's something you can do. You're not ruled by your diagnosis. And... You control the food, food doesn't control you. So that's the goal for so many of my clients. Yeah. So it's not about never having another piece of pizza or a glass of wine or cookie or cupcake or whatever. It's about making a conscious choice. I'm a self-professed sugar addict. I really, really am. That's all. If I could, I would just eat those Pop-Tarts and Captain <laughs> Crunch cereal because I, 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 I can't get enough yeah. of it. And it's addictive. <laughs> it's, it's so addictive. So much research now that this sugar is as addictive as, as cocaine and heroin. Mm -hmm. It really triggers the same places in the brain. It's so true, and I was, um, I mean, I, I do, I love sweets. It's, it's hard to not love sweets. It's hard I to, mean, most really people love sweets. Um, but I did notice the last time I was eating uh, Girl Scout cookies, which are in my in my house right now, um, there's a feeling you, it's the addictive feeling. You take a bite of something like that, and your brain like goes, I want another one. Yeah. It's so powerful. So how do you, how do you tackle that addiction? For people or how do you convince them that they need to make this drastic change so i say just give just just give it up for for four to five days just white knuckle through it 
just be in that really bad place in that bad mood and yell and scream and feel sorry for yourself. And then when you wake up one morning, three, four or five days later, and all of a sudden you realize that your body's not craving it. I call that being out of sugar jail. Do you think a lot of your clients go through that detox kind of they period? They sure do. Do you warn them? I sure do. <laughs> and I said, because there's a real, um, it's called the Herxheimer effect. It's a, it's a real thing that happens when you stop feeding the bacteria. They die. It's called die-off. And you don't feel good. So when you take an antibiotic, you know how you take it and you know, oh gosh, I really don't feel good. I'm so wiped out. That's because that antibiotic is killing all the bacteria and it's really not making you feel good. So wow. when we do a detox, whether we do a formal detox or whether I just say, okay, so we're going to clean this up a little bit, depending on how, how badly they have been eating, I will say, okay, listen, you know, I really just want, I want, I, I kind of want to empower you here. I want you to see how, sure, it's hard, but honestly, it's not that hard. Yeah, you feel sorry for yourself. I do all the time that I can't eat all the right. Captain Crunch, you know, and Frankenberry cereal or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But feel how good it feels. I will give my little experience of this. I, it just occurred to me. Um, I did have to give up alcohol for that three months. Um, I was in college, so oh. you can imagine. Um, I wasn't <laughs> quite 21. I would say I was turning 21 in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. And I remember I did not even think twice about it. And I had my 21st birthday, and I remember being like, I'm not going to drink on my 21st birthday. I might be the only person on their 21st birthday who doesn't mm -hmm. drink. And they give you a bottle of champagne at the bar when you turn 21. And I remember being like, I'm going to have a sip of this because it's a celebratory moment. I literally had a sip of champagne and that was it on my 21st birthday. And that's because I felt so good. Mm -hmm. It was not worth it to me to sacrifice drinking a whole, a whole lot on and that one day. That's the key. That yes. you make the choices that are important to you, when it's important, why it's important, what is important. That's the key to all of my education. It's not that you can't ever have it again. Mm -hmm. It's just I want you to make the choice. It's your choice. Once you feel better... Most people don't want to go back. You're always mm -hmm. looking to continue to feel as good as you can. For me, I do my detox along with everybody in my classes three times a year. Mm -hmm. And I try to, once it's over, I try to just extend it. Okay, so <laughs> how long can I go before <laughs> the sugar creeps back in? And it always 100% does. Um, I don't drink alcohol anymore because I'd rather eat my sugar. That's my choice. Mm -hmm. um, for me, again, maybe it's very selfish of me, but the more I talk about it to everybody else, the more I try to really inspire people, the more I can walk the walk because it's really hard. It's, hard. it's really, really hard. It's nice to hear you admit that. It's <laughs> so hard. So that's what I tell my clients. Make sure that you have no regrets. Be no. a food and alcohol snob. Really, it has to be worth it.
So, you know, don't just because everybody else is is eating those those cannoli nachos over there. You know, is that really what you want your treat to be? If it is, then enjoy it. If it's not, do you want that glass of wine instead? A lot mm. of the times is it if you have everything, it's it's too hard to, to it's too much. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Choose your dessert or your wine. Yeah. You know, maybe, and love love it. Enjoy or maybe it. that's not what if it's bread? bread. What if you just want cheese. that bread? What yeah. if you're a savory person? Cheese, I call for some people, cheese could be a real gateway food. Hard to stop eating that cheese. Very much. You know? so. so what is your thing? So I try to help people to develop structures for themselves. That's it's important. Really cool. yeah. yeah, it's important. Well, you definitely did that for me. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're so All these years later. Tell um, people listening how they can, if they're local, how they can find you. So you don't have to be local. Um, you can go to my website at laurengillardy.com. Um, you can email me at laurengillardy at gmail.com. L-O-R-Y-N. I was going to say. We have to spell that for everyone. G-A-L-A-R-D-I. And I do some work with um, people all over the country. Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so awesome. My detox program is... Um, is you can do it from anywhere. My detox group, I have what's called distance detoxers. So um, we communicate via email. So instead of being in the class with handouts, I email you those handouts and we um, work via email that way. With my private clients, um, we do phone and email consultations. And there's a little community aspect to it as well. There really is, especially, I mean, if you're near here, um, my classes are great. Um, I do my classes now. Um, they don't really fit in my office anymore, so I do them at um, Comstock Community mm -hmm. Center, um, which is great, and we can fit a lot more people. And just knowing that somebody else is working really hard at doing the same thing is always a good comfort. Yeah, to people, and it's inspiring, and it's motivating, and that's what we that's what we want. So it's yeah. it's my passion, and I try to really have people um, um, be motivated and kind of make food their passion too. Continue to have food be your passion, but in in a healthy way. Yeah, that's a great message. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me for this. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. This is great. And you're finding your passion, too. I am. Here we are, passionate people. That's the point. And, um, yeah, so thank you for your time today. You're so welcome. <laughs> this inflammatory diet has been coming up in so many different aspects of my life and in so many different conversations with people. I know that it's the right thing to do, and I've printed out a little anti-inflammatory diet um, food pyramid, and I have it next to my computer, so I can look at it and just be reminded of all of the benefits to having an anti-inflammatory diet for so many reasons. Even if you're not sick, even if you think you feel great, there's a really good chance that you can feel even better.
by doing this. So thanks Lauren for all the information. You guys definitely should contact her if you're interested in her counseling um, for these detoxes that she does. I'm living proof that they really do work. Um, so like she mentioned, go to laurengillardi.com and um, find her on Facebook, Instagram. I put all this in the show notes for you so you don't have to remember it. But yeah, so take a look there. And um, yeah, if you are liking this podcast so far and you want to give me a rating on iTunes, I would much appreciate it. Or tell your friends or send me an email so I can um, interview you or somebody you know who is in a really cool wellness um, health related field. My email is not another wellness podcast at gmail.com. All right, stay well, everyone.